1: Now, here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Well, I am grateful for you, and I am grateful that we get to be together, but guess what? Being grateful is not really common, is it? This is one of the things I am grateful for, but I'm not always full of gratitude. We are in a series, the second part of this series on gratitude, and today we want to look at the 10 lepers, because nine... they they forgot to say thanks. They forgot to come back. They forgot to go back to the Lord. But you know, the one was amazing and we want to be like that. We want to challenge ourselves. We want to grow. We want to keep thriving in the Lord and one of the best ways that we can do that is to have a heart of gratitude, to have an attitude of gratitude and so I've been talking about that at the church next door and I want you to listen to this message. You know, in the meantime, sometime today, I need you to invite someone else to listen to Simply for Women. Bring a friend along because all of us need a partner in crime, so to speak, to have our attitude in check with the Lord. Listen in. I had a really bad case of the grumps when I was in seventh grade. I was very ungrateful to my parents because i wanted jordash jeans or i would have been fine with gloria vanderbilt jeans and you know a lot of people had parachute pants those were like the bomb the parachute pants the zippers they were so cool i had none of those and i was this tall in the seventh grade and so my jeans were getting shorter and shorter and i'd go to school and they'd say hey hey Jennifer are you ready for a flood (laughs) ready for a flood oh mom I have to get some new new jeans this isn't working and when you're in seventh grade that is your whole entire world right and I was I was just so ungrateful I had a pair of black flats and I had a pair of green basketball high top tennis shoes and and I was ungrateful that those were my only two options And one day, I loved to help in the principal's office. And we, you know, you run errands and you you get to help the secretaries. So one day, my ungrateful, grumpy self, I'm in the principal's office working. And I see a guy named Roger. And he is in our class. We only had 45 in this class. He has, I noticed, he had on some funky, like, plaid polyester pants like what are those and um so here we are and i'm in the in the he's embarrassed like why are you in the office why are you in the office you know and the nurse is bringing a basket and in the basket there were soaps and combs and hygiene products and gift cards and she was sitting roger down and explaining to him hygiene and and this kind of thing and so i kind of you know went away let them But I I remember thinking, oh, I'm so ungrateful. And here Roger's in here for soap. And so I went home that day a different person and I chose that I was gonna be grateful. And I also chose I was gonna be a friend to Roger. And I want you to know all through high school, he never ever gained friends. But all through high school I would see Roger and I would say hey Roger and he said hey Jennifer and we would talk and we would chat in the hallway and he was my buddy and if I saw him today and he saw me today we would high five and and God changed my gratitude level and it, you're you're not too young to have your gratitude going for you it there's no Respecter of our age if we're young if we're old gratitude is something that we want to generate in our life So the next point so once you have this in your head and you've made a choice and you're grateful for the stuff and the external it begins to trickle into your heart and Deep in your heart is where you begin to give thanks. God wants us to be a thankful people but Thanksgiving is really about the people it's all about the people. It's not about the stuff. It's not about the food. It's not about the external. It says in Psalm 100 to enter His gates with thanksgiving, to enter His courts with praise. Oh, I forgot the other barrier. Sorry, we got to back up. I'm sorry. Okay, that's an important one. We're in when you have the grumps and you have pain. Then what do you do? How are you going to have gratitude? If you have physical pain how are you gonna have gratitude if you have emotional pain what are you going to do well when you are in that place you're gonna lean in to Jesus this is when you have to totally rely on his word you have to say God's Word is true and I'm gonna press through it maybe God is disciplining you he's disciplined me and it's not fun um, maybe God is challenging you or testing you. But you're... Maybe it's just it's just life. But you're in pain. I remember sitting in a rocking chair. And I just cried and cried. God, I just cannot forgive. You don't understand, God. How could I forgive? This was too hard. This was too painful. This is... You're asking too much of me. You know, you think your pastor's wife life is perfect and just this... No... No, there's been some emotional pain. There's been some heartbreak. And I've had to lean into Jesus and say, God, I wanna be grateful anyway. Because you know, when you're in emotional pain, you can't see all the good stuff. You know, you don't even see all all what's happening in your life that's positive because you're in so much pain. And if if that's you, I want you to know, Monday night, tomorrow night, we're gonna talk about rejection. About 25% of Americans face deep rejection. And so we're going to really delve into that emotional pain tomorrow night. And then the following week, Kim Davis is going to talk about forgiveness. But you don't want to stay there. It's a season. And you want to press into God. Don't get mad at him. Don't push him away. This, When you're in that emotional pain, he wants to link arms with you and be close to you and say, We're going to have gratitude anyway. I am with you. I want to comfort you. It says that Jesus is the God of all comfort and compassion compassion and he is and he wants to do that you know we don't always understand but when we are in those places we still have to choose gratitude in our mind despite the pain that's happening so okay now what we're going on now to giving thanks in our heart like i said it was about people and psalm 100 says to give thanks to enter his presence with thanksgiving have you ever just hit this prayer wall You're praying and nothing. It is flat. You know, it just hits that roof. Well, this is the little secret. You just get your list out. And I do. I I write a, a list, a journal, and you begin to walk the house, walk the property. And, and I, I do, I'm, I'm physical with this. I have to put my hands in the air. I mean, that leper, he bowed down. I have to get physical and I, I go through my list. God, I thank you. I thank you for this person. I thank you for that person. I thank you for this car. I thank you. I go through the list and all of a sudden he's there. You can feel him. You're like, oh, wow, because you have entered in to his presence that's the beginning point and so start there and then as your heart it's gonna begin to open to people let's look at this this is Paul to the Corinthian church and then again to the Ephesian church he says all this is for your benefit so that the grace that is reaching more and more people may cause thanksgiving to overflow to the glory of God and then Ephesians 1, 15, for this reason, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all God's people, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in all my prayers. You know, if you lose your why, you're thankful you're going to lose your way. In Your marriage if you lose your why why did I marry this person? You're gonna lose your way You have to say I'm thankful that I married you. I'm thankful for this about you that characteristic in you I love the way you drive. I love the way you (laughs) cook I love the way and so if you lose your why you're gonna lose your way We can't lose why we're thankful and especially we're entering into the Thanksgiving season think about why As I said before, you are never too old to give, to be thankful, and and to love people. My grandmother, and I think I have a picture of her. This is her 80th birthday. Um, Yeah, there she is. Oh, I love her. And there's when my boys were little. That's her 80th birthday party. She was an amazing example of this Thanksgiving in your heart. And she had lived in the same home 54 years. She was married 45. They let her stay on the farm, sold all the acreage, but she still had five acres. And one day she had she had to move to assisted living, and it was really difficult. I said, Grandma, I'm going to come see you. She said, Well, I won't be home till 4. I said, Till 4? You don't drive. She said, Well, I'm, go- I'm at work. And I said, Grandma. And she said, Just come at 4. So I came at 4, and I realized my grandma was taking care of another grandma down the street every day until 4. She wasn't getting paid for it, but she called it her job. And they picked her up and drove her down the street every day, 9 to 4. She cooked, and she loved on them, changed sheets, whatever they needed. And so she she had so much joy on that farm. And the thought of moving to assisted living two hours away in Louisville just broke her heart. She said, this is almost harder than losing grandpa. And so when I went home, I said, okay, I'm going to make her a box. And every month I mailed her a box to the assisted living and a a wreath for her door. And I, you know, I would send her gifts. And one day grandma called me and she said, okay, I'm out of it. I'm over my emotional pain. And I you don't need to keep sending me these boxes. And I said, I don't, what are you doing? And she said, well, I've got a job. And I said, you do. (laughs) She said, I'm, I'm delivering meals on wheels. And I said, but Grandma, you can't drive. <laughs> How do you do this? She said, oh, I have a cart. And I go up and down the nursing home. And she'd made friends. And, oh, she was so beautiful. You know, my entry table, it's, it's literally this long and maybe this wide. That was her Thanksgiving table. And we would gather, when I look at it, I mean, it's my entry table, but in my mind as a kid, that was a place everybody gathered around that table with that good food. It was about the people, and now I see it, it was just a little kitchen table. And so it's about the people. It's about in your heart. And that's life. When you are thankful for the people around you, you begin to live. And so the next section of our generosity lifestyle has to do with giving. And, you know, when Doyle said, oh, we're in the, you know, we're in the giving series, I thought, oh can I get fired up about giving yes yes I can I can because this is exciting this you know it solves so many problems in our lives it really does the first thing that you have to do to have a lifestyle of generosity is to look for the need you know you're arriving when you are giving and it's not what you have to do it's what you want to do